Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. And we're back with the regular normal episode this week. Um, but if y'all liked last week's episode, let us know and maybe we can get um Jenny on the show again. That would be fun. Yeah. I don't know why my voice just got all huh. Uh, uh, what are y'all drinking since we pre-recorded are y'all still drinking the same thing from last episode (laughs) i was gonna say i was like is this a trick question should i say something i was like should i make up something should i say jack and coke or should i (laughs) well i switched it up i'm drinking water so, <laughs> still drinking that same um, pineapple and wine in this can. Oh, well, Reverend Reezy's still drinking tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Lord. Okay. Um, anything interesting <laughs> happen to y'all this past week? I know we really didn't get into any of this last episode, so you know what. We're still working for the man. I thought she was about to say something for real. Your your face got all serious for a second and everything. And I was like, oh, for real? What happened? Like, what happened to you that I don't already know? That's serious. <laughs> I had to trick y'all because I That's felt like y'all, know I was, like y'all knew I was going to say something for the man. I'm tired. I feel that. I feel it's that. spooky season. Decorate your houses. It's not too early. You need to do it, it now. Isn't. I talked to my husband yesterday about getting my, um, I have to reposition myself, I'm sorry. I talked to my husband yesterday about uh, getting our Halloween stuff out of the attic. And I told Ruby, we'll see how long it takes him because is it out of my attic yet? Nope. I just said it myself. Girl, no. (laughs) I'm not getting in the attic. That's not for me. It's not for me. It's not, no. I'm not doing it. Well, ours (laughs) is on like, we have this big shelf. And it in the garage, and it was on like the top of it, and I was scared to bring it down. But I said, you know what? If I'm gonna die, it's gonna be because I was bringing down Halloween decorations. Well, you did die doing <laughs> something you loved. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm like, do it, <laughs> die doing something you love. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, lord. Yeah. Well, that's great. I don't think anything interesting happened to me this week. Um, yeah. I really oh I made some stuffed shells yesterday and like I've made them before but I always make like a pescatarian or vegetarian ones also for my mom and my sister and so last time I made them we were just spinach and ricotta cheese and stuff like that but this time I added some crab meat to theirs oh bitch when I tell you (laughs) it was so good it was so good it was so good and you know I like to be hyped up. My my husband was like, uh, "This is better than the restaurant." Like I was like, "Yeah, I know." Like, <laughs> say that shit. Say that shit. <laughs> That's literally I love, especially because Zach's best friend Mauricio. Like anytime we'll make something, he'll always tell me like it's a joke. Now he'll look at me. He'll be like, "I'd pay for this." Like, I'd pay for this. So anytime I make something, I just look at him and I wait for it. And he's like, you know what? I'd pay for this. 
It's so great. Oh, Lord. Bree, anything interesting or fun happened to you this week? Did you also make stuffed shells? Or? I did not. I made enchiladas, chicken enchiladas. Ooh, uh, enchiladas is like my top three favorite foods. Enchiladas, tacos, listen. and burgers are just my, my love language. I- I think we're on the same page. I'm obsessed with tacos. Like, I don't give a fuck how you do them. I don't really, I'm I just eating. want them. I, <laughs> man, obsession. <laughs> but um, that's all I did. I think you just inspired me to stuff some shells next weekend. So there's that. Yeah, I kind of made my that. own little recipe. Like I, I found this recipe on Pinterest like forever ago, the last time I made them. But I do my own thing because... I'm 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 not here for a season and everything with salt and pepper, so and that's literally all these Pinterest recipes. Oh, yeah. I got a season with salt and pepper. I probably got a hundred and ten <laughs> damn seasonings in there. I got all kind of shit, shit that Bobby Flay would be like, "Really? Like, what the fuck are you doing here?" But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I made this homemade um, beef and broccoli this week, straight up. I will never order it from a restaurant ever again or takeout. Like, Do you make it, it in was, your Instapot? No, no. Like I got the flank steak, cut it up, seared it. Well, not seared it. I cooked it. Well, that's the same thing. Okay. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. And then like every, and then broccoli, like everything, the sauce, homemade, like it was so good. Better than any restaurant I've ever had. And I was like, can't believe I actually made this. I'm still shocked. I made some Mongolian beef, but I asked you if you made it in the Instant Pot because I made mine in the Instant Pot. Bruh. So good. So good. Anywho, uh, I guess we can go ahead and get started. Um, Re, you want to go first this week? Since you did not for show. go first last week. <laughs> for for show. <laughs> All right. So I am doing... Uh, a well-known one, Eileen Warnos. The um, so that's the Kill Bill thing, right? No, she uh, she did the movie Monster that um, yeah, Charlize Monster. Theron played her character. Yeah, yeah, and she Charlize so, Theron um, was in Kill Bill. Okay, that's oh, she that. was, she, <laughs> but Charlize Theron killed this motherfucking character. <laughs> um, so Eileen was born February 29th, nineteen fifty six. I think that makes her a Pisces. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, Wait, which, what, what, what was her birthday? I so, February 29th. February 29th. Yeah, it was definitely a Pisces. I hate Pisces people. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Eileen has a typical life of, uh, Eileen <laughs> uh, had a typical life of a serial killer. Uh, her mom had her when she was 14. She married Eileen's daddy at he was 16. And by the time Eileen was two months old, they were already divorced. So that's kind of wild. Like to be, I guess, I'm a, her mom was probably like 17 years old getting a divorce. Wild. Um, she never <laughs> met her father, <laughs> dad, because he was in prison. And he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia, and he had 
been like convicted of all these cr sex crimes and all kind of stuff. So he kind of like bath for her, like, baby girl, let me show you the way. Um, he ended up committing suicide. He hung himself while he was in prison. Um, and at that point, Diane's mom was like, you and your brother, uh, we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all later. Because she left their ass with their grandparents and they were adopted by their grandparents. Which was, turned out to be not so great for Eileen. Because then she was sexually assaulted by her grandpa. Uh, her and her brother were having sex with each other as well. And at 14, she became pregnant by one of her grandfather's homies. So he raped her and she became pregnant and they had to put the baby up for adoption. I feel like your stories, like at the beginning, it's like a slow, like what? And then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, wait. That is not okay. Oh my God. I Fucking wild. So, um, her grandpa put her out at 15. So at 15, she started um, prostituting to support herself. Mind you, at 11, she had started selling herself for cigarettes and food. So, yeah. Poor baby. Yeah. I mean, she just had a tough life. Just, I mean, it was just shitty. She, like, really did not stand a chance. So, like, as she was growing up, obviously, she was arrested, like, a million times for, like, anything you could think of. Theft, uh, prostitution, uh, anything. She was arrested for it. So, oddly enough, at the age of 20, she ended up marrying a 69-year-old yacht club president. I assume this guy probably had a little change because he's a yacht club president, right? Well, Wouldn't they? I don't know. Get that bread, get that head, then leave. So she still kept wilding. I don't know. She just couldn't get right. So she ended up hitting her husband with his own cane. And so after she beat him with the cane, he put a restraining order and like she just kept getting arrested over and over and over. Her brother dies and she gets 10K for his life insurance. Spent that shit in two months and yeah. just continued to get arrested. She bought a car with the money and smacked it because she was drunk. Um Hey, she was just out here. So finally, she fell in love with a lady in 1986. And to support them, I guess the um, her boo was uh, a hotel maid. So I guess to um, support them, she started prostituting. So um, after falling in love with Tyria, Tyria, she ended up prostituting more to like keep up with a lifestyle that they both could agree with I guess um but all of a sudden she just kind of clicked and snapped ended up murdering like seven men within 12 months so the first was Richard Charles Mallory he was 51 he was also a convicted rapist and claimed that he had beaten and sodomized her 
She shot him seven times. David I'm Spears. He was forty. <laughs> I. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so David Spears, they found his body naked and he was shot six times. Charles Edmund was shot nine times. Peter Seams, whose body they never found. Um, they don't know what happened to him. They didn't know they never found him, but they did find her in the car. Um, Troy Burris, he was 50, shot twice. Charles Reese, 56, shot six times. And his job was a child abuse investigator and a former chief of police. So that's like, okay. And then Walter Antonio, he was when he had been shot four times. All of these people were 40 and over. So I assume she kind of like, was thinking back to her grandpa because all these men yeah. were like much older. Mm -hmm. um, so she ended up being found out because the police, uh, when they started investigating, they found a whole bunch of the stuff that she took from the men in pawn shops and her and her girlfriend's fingerprints were all over the vehicles. So, And they were just driving them around like <laughs> we're chilling. This is what we do. So finally, on January 9th, 1991, she was arrested, and then her girlfriend was arrested the next day. But Teria, she gave testimony in exchange for immunity, like, I'm not a ride or die, baby. Um, you're going to have to go down for this on your own. You have a blessed day. So um, on January 16th, Eileen confessed, and she said that, oh, I did it in self-defense. All seven of these men tried to rape me, so I killed them all. Um, they really the defense was really trying to like say she was mentally unstable. They said she'd been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and antisocial personality disorder. The jury because they sentenced her ass to death. She ended up at the end with six death sentences because they couldn't find um, Mr. Sims' body. So um, she went back and forth saying they tried to rape her, and then she went back to saying, no, I just robbed them because I needed money. She just kept going back and forth with it. Um, then she was like, fuck it. I just want to die. Hurry up. Get this shit over with. So they, on October 9, 2002, they helped her out. Uh, she was, um, what is it? What do they do? Not the electric chair, but the other one. The injection? The, like, injection thing? That's it. That's it. That's what they did. She didn't even want a last meal. She said, I'll just take a cup of coffee. And um, her last words were, Yes, I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, like the movie, big mothership and all. I'll be back. I'll be back. I don't know what that Jesus. meant, but she was the 10th oh. woman in the United States and the second in Florida to be executed. So there's that. 
Eileen Wernos. Wow. I just like, I don't know. Part of me, like, I just feel so bad, like, for her. Like, she's messed up for a reason. Like, it wasn't just because she was just, like, crazy. Like, she was messed up for a reason. I mean, I mean, growing up like that, I don't know what people expect her to become. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but also, like, back in that time, it wasn't that long ago, but, like, when all that was happening to her, like, mental illness wasn't taken seriously enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever happened to you just happened to you. You just got to get over it kind of thing. Dang. Well, dang. Well, Ruby, what fucked up story you got to tell us today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have, um, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I am a little tipsy, so this may or may not make sense. Um, that's the point. That's the fun of the podcast, right? <laughs> so, um, I did Jody. Oh no, um, Arius. Jody Arius. Arius. There we go. I literally listened to a YouTube, like, I was like, I need to say her last name right. I didn't. Okay, thank you. Well, I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was Arius, yeah. Because um, it's like alias, kind of. Anyways, um, sure. honestly, if y'all saw a picture of her, like, and her boy, so Travis Alexander. Um, she murdered him. He was her ex-boyfriend. If y'all saw a picture of her, because it was in 28... 2008. <laughs> I'm say it definitely wasn't 2018. <laughs> I, I saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did? So, like, if you saw a picture of her, she's, like, blonde, but then she was, like, dyed her hair brown. I think, whatever. I'll get into that. But if you saw a picture of them, you'd be like, oh, I remember seeing that on the news kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but, yeah. So kind of like short beginning story her and Travis met I think on like a work conference kind of thing they dated for like a year and a half it was like on and off and a lot of his friends were like yo she's kind of crazy like they just didn't get the vibes like the good vibes from her um so let's um fast forward to when the juicy stuff happened. So in early 2008, um, Travis told people that um, Jody was going to join him for a work trip in Cancun. Um, That was scheduled for June 15th. Um, But then um, in April of the same year, he switched it to a different girl. So I guess they had broken up and he switched it to like a different girl coming with him. Um, On May 28th, so... Jody, she lived with her grandparents at the time, um, and there was like a burglary, quote unquote, and they stole like a gun. It was a um, .25 caliber round, whatever, which is significant. Um, so on June 2nd, um, between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., there's like a lot of different times on June 2nd, so bear with me. Um, on June 2nd, 1 a.m., t- um, between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., Jody called Travis four times but didn't get to him. And then after 3 a.m., Travis had called her twice, the first time for 18 minutes and the second time for 41 minutes. At 4.03 a.m., Jody called him back 
and the call lasted two minutes and 48 seconds. So neither of these calls um, transcripts were presented during her trial for whatever reason. Um, at eight, or oh my gosh, at 5.39 a.m., Jody um, set out to drive south to rent a car for a long trip to Utah. She lived in Arizona at the time, I do believe, and Travis lived in California. Um, so on June 2nd, that same day at 8.04 a.m., she rented a car in California. So she like had driven to like to drive to Utah, but then drove to California. She said that she will return the car um, to Redding, which was in California, um, where she rented the second car. She visited friends in Southern, Southern California and then went to Utah for a work conference. And then by late evening on June 3rd, she set out for Salt Lake City, Utah. And she was meeting um, one of her coworkers, Ryan, Ryan Burns. Um, so Travis missed an important conference call on the evening of June 4th. So the following day, Jody met up with that coworker of hers, Ryan, in Salt Lake City, and sit in business meetings and whatnot. Um, and then Ryan had noticed actually that day that so she had blonde hair, but that day she had dark brown hair. So she just dyed her hair and then she had cuts on her hands. On June 6th, she left Salt Lake City and drove to California. She called Travis several times and left several voicemails. Um, she, um, yeah, so she left a lot of voicemails, I guess, because she's crazy. Um, so then Jody returned the car on June 7th, shout out, um, and it had driven 2,800 miles like a lot of miles um so the rental car the rental car person had testified that the car was missing its floor mats and had red stains in the front seat but they couldn't use it in court because they had cleaned it before the police were able to investigate it wow. I know. so on june 9th um a lot of his friends were trying to reach travis but they weren't people what was weird though so he had roommates but his roommates had not seen him for several days and they believed he was but they believed he was out of town so they didn't think anything was weird but then they found um a key to his master bedroom his friends entered and found large pools of blood in the hallway that was leading to the master bathroom i don't know i just like find that weird i know like especially with men roommates just try and like give them space but like if I don't see yeah. you within 30 minutes and I don't know your schedule I think that's weird I don't know so um and then they found his body dead body um in the shower so um they called 911 and then um during the trial I guess like the jury didn't hear it but the 911 call the dispatcher was basically like was he suicidal like, was he angry enough to hurt himself? They're like, no, like, but they also, his friends mentioned Jody, like, on the 911 call. They were like, I don't know, she's crazy. Like, and she had been stalking him, accessing his Facebook accounts, slashing his car tires, like a bunch of crazy stuff. So while they were searching his home, the police found um, a recently purchased digital camera that was damaged in the washing machine. So it had pictures of like 
explicit things between like him and Jody, and then pictures of his dead body. What the fuck? Yeah, like some weird, yeah, some like a lot of weird stuff. Um, so, okay. and th- that was taken at approximately like 1.40 p.m. on June 4th. And so then there was like showing him in the shower and it was like 5.29 p.m. that day because digital cameras, you know, it like has the time and like date and whatever. Yeah. Um, so then um, it showed him like profusely bleeding on the bathroom floor. And then a bloody palm print was discovered along the wall and it had the DNA of Jody and Travis, both of them. So on June 9, 2008, um, Jody was indicted. <sighs> I can never say that word, whatever. By a grand indicted. jury. Yep. For um, the first degree <laughs> murder of Travis. Um, she was arrested at her home. Um, so she was like saying, she went back and forth for like two years saying that she wasn't at his house when it happened. Another one, she said that, like, someone had broke into his home and, like, attacked both of them, killed him, and then two years later, she said that it was self-defense, that she was in an abusive relationship with him, that, like, it was just self-defense because he was, like, beating her, and he, she killed him because that, um, but she's still, um, obviously, she got, she was found guilty. There's, like, a lot of, like, details within the trial, and, like, look, it was just, like, just, it was just too much, um, that the one, like, artist, Lefty Williams, he, like, made a song about her, basically, like, defending her, <laughs> like, her side of the story, um, but she is spending a life sentence with a poss- um, with no possibility of parole, I think that was, um, that was said in 2015 and she kept trying to like get that taken off, but no. So she's still there to this day, spending a life, but she has done like interviews. Like she has no problem talking to like the media and all this stuff like about her, but no, she's crazy. And that's the end of that. Yeah, she got a bunch of interviews. She'd just be running her mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, she's like, I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I am so bored in here. I got life. I could I could talk all day. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. She's, but, yeah. And so, anyone out there, if um, your friends are telling you that the person you're dating is probably psycho or not, you should maybe listen. PSA. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll go real quick. Um, who is this? Oh, sorry. Um, Mark Goodow. Have y'all heard of him before? He's another sure. another black serial killer. Because you know, I like to stick with the theme for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's also known as the baseline killer. Um. So he was born September 6, 1970, 1964, uh, in Phoenix, uh, second youngest of 13 kids. Um, his, and he grew up in like a strict house, household. His dad is really strict. He was an alcoholic. And um, his mom died when he was 12. Um, so his whole crime spree, I guess, I don't know better way to say that um started on november 7th uh, 1982 um he and his brother were arrested for rape but no charges were ever pursued 
So him and his brother, I guess, raped the same girl. Um, And then in August of 1989, he abducted, raped, and bludgeoned a woman. Um, He tried to say that she agreed to have oral sex with him, but two other guys raped and assaulted him. But obviously that's not assaulted her sorry but obviously um that's not believable at all um so he ends up getting sentenced to 15 to 21 years for that and some other robbery robbery charges um so he ends up serving 13 years and was released in 2004 because he was a quote-unquote model inmate um he ended up getting a job in as a construction worker and um, once a year after his parole was when the baseline killer crime started. Um, the first crime was August 6, 2005, where he forced three girls, three teenage girls behind a church. And then he ended up molesting two of them. Um, I didn't see anything that happened like, like why he didn't molest a third girl or whatever. But I mean, for lack of a better way to say that. Um, but yeah, there was that. Then... So I got to tell you all his crimes. So that happened on August 6, 2005. And all of this stuff happened over the span of like 11 months. Okay. So and then August 14th, 2005, there was a sexual assault and a robbery. And then September 8th, there was um, a homicide. September 15th, there was a sexual assault. Sexual assault. September 20th is a sexual assault. Um where he molested uh, or he assaulted two sisters, um, one of whom was pregnant. Um, Then September 28th, there was a robbery. And then also September 28th, there was another robbery and a sexual assault. And then November 3rd, another robbery and sexual assault, uh, two separate incidences with that. Um, And then November 7th, there was three separate robberies and he held, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he held uh, four people at gunpoint inside this Mexican restaurant. And then he ends up going over to Little Caesars to rob three people in there um, where he, st- he only got away with like a little over $400. Um, and then December 12th, another homicide. December 13th, another robbery. February 20th. So now we get to 2006. So he took a little break in January, you know, start the new year off right. Um, so then February well, 20th. was busy all the year before. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> so uh, February 20th, two homicides. Um, and then March 15th, another two homicides. Um, and it was two separate incidences. So there was a double homicide at nine o'clock that day and then he ends up killing somebody else after that um so then march 29th another homicide um may 1st so he april he was quiet in april um sexual assault and then june 29th was the last homicide um so yeah there's that um, so he ends up getting arrested on his birthday in 2006. Um, so happy birthday. Um, he was, but he ended up getting arrested for the double rape committed on September 20th. 
and he was proven guilty through DNA evidence and stuff. And he ends up getting tried on 19 different counts for that specific crime. And just that sentenced him to 438 years. So on, yeah. Yeah. So on Halloween of 2011, he ends up getting found guilty of all the baseline killer murders and all those crimes, except for three counts of robbery and one kidnapping that they couldn't really link to him. Um, and then so on November of 2011, he ends up getting sentenced to death, like the 430-some years already wasn't a death sentence, but okay. Um, so he's currently being held in Arizona, um, and his family and friends claim that he was, that he's innocent. Um, his wife even has one of those innocence websites that she's been running since 2005. Um, and so some of this stuff, low key, like, no, wait, just hold on. Just buckle your seatbelt just for like two more seconds here. So it, it ends up, um, there ends up being some documents released and, uh, there was like hundreds of documents with the details for the baseline killer. Um, 20,000 pages of police reports that none of them or a very little amount even mentioned this man's name. So there were other suspects that they had. Um, hold on, I lost my place. There was the other, other suspects and one at one point, um, the baseline killer posed as a homeless person who was pushing a shopping cart towards a woman and ends up forcing himself into her car. And so um, the police reports show that from that, they were able to obtain partial handprints and DNA and all that stuff. But the results of those were blacked out on the paperwork. So there's that. Then this guy named James Dwayne Mullins was, um, he ends up um, claiming responsibility for a murder that happened on September 8th, 2005. Um, he told the police that he shot um, this lady um, as she attempted to rob him outside of a strip club, as, she, as he robbed her outside of a strip club. Um, but her body was found like 10 miles away from where he says that he did it. And then uh, that he ends up figuring out that the, um, that they arrested this Mark guy. And so then he recants his statement and says that he didn't do it. So there's that. Um, I think there was something else. There was something else that was like, wait. <laughs> This is like a bunch of like they they just like his family thinks that um he ends up being like he was being framed or something. But then I'm like, if he already was in jail in 1989 or whatever year that I said for those two crimes, like why would you not think that he would be capable of doing this? So I don't know if they like oh he didn't do all those crimes you're saying like he probably did some of it, but he wasn't the baseline killer. But needless to say he's in jail but there were also other suspects that the police didn't really pursue other suspects that they actually had more evidence on them than they had for him but he just kind of took the fall for it so i don't know let me know what y'all think y'all think he did it or not 
though. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I think he did some of it. I don't think he probably yeah. didn't do all of it, but he did something. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. did. He started it. I, I think that I think that he probably did like most of those rapes and robberies, but I don't know if he actually killed those other people, like killed those killed the murders. Yeah. But yeah. the rapes and robberies, I, I definitely believe he did that. But yeah. Dang. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. So anyway, um hope y'all enjoyed this episode um follow us on instagram twitter let us know anybody else y'all want us to talk about um maybe i will do some real research soon um maybe to start the new year i don't know um i got got time i got time (laughs) i realized like halfway through yours like that i missed out information on like my story and i was like it's fine what would you miss? Throw it in there. Um, that. Oh, you texted she, me. I, she stabbed Travis. Jody stabbed Travis twenty nine times. Slit his f- throat almost to like, like um, decapitation. There's the word. Almost a decontamination. Um, <laughs> and then shot him in. And then shot him in the head, like with that, so that like caliber gun whatever that was saying was important um that's, that's why it was important yep she shot him like pretty much after he was dead but like 27 29 times and then slit his throat and then shot him in the head like ma'am is that self-defense like, i don't know man that make you not want to break up with nobody like you know what i just want to live <laughs> we're fine we're fine together okay well make sure y'all follow us on instagram twitter let us know who who else y'all want us to talk about so bye. bye bye